0: again i want to thank everybody for jumping on this the miss manual podcast home to stories and perspectives for females and automotive community and today we have Shift shifted chick as well as we know her on instagram but her name is stephanie and stephanie is a master tech in the training and again All all we want to do is just share the perspective. I'm not asked for anything. I don't have any merch to sell you. Although if you guys do want that, that's not going to be here until we get to the 100th episode. So in the meantime, just share this if this resonates with you. But we're here to share her story, her passion, and ultimately her perspective on her journey in the automotive industry and see what her goals are. Just go ahead and see if we could potentially inspire one person and one person only. And hopefully that multiplies. But Stephanie, how are we doing on this amazing saturday
1: i am great just got off of work actually a little while Sen- ago
0: sensational What do you work at
1: well i work at a small independent shop it's just me and my boss most of the time it's called um sanders kovacs auto repair mm-hmm. so yeah we just do general stuff general maintenance and stuff like that and diagnosis
0: Okay, and what motivates you personally? Like you're you're in the shop, you're working, you're working on different cars. Overall, what what inspires you every day to go ahead and go into work? Because again, this is something new to the automotive industry, but it's growing. There's a lot of females out there that are just passionate, regardless if it's drifting or if they're a mechanic or they want to just learn how to change the oil. What motivates you to just get up every day and excites you to go to work?
1: Well, I just learning. Because I don't know everything. So going every day is a new learning experience. There's always something new to learn, something new to do. You can better yourself every single day. There's always room for improvement.
0: Yes, 100%. I 100% agree with you. I'm so glad you said that because it's always, it's, some, it's a stigma, not only in just the automotive industry, let alone being a female, but just there's always this perception that you have to know everything going into something. Like, it's yes. okay for you not to and know
1: if you don't know anything either people make fun of you for it or they don't want to help you
0: mm-hmm. it sucks exactly exactly and that's what we're here to change not not a 100% change because you can't necessarily get rid of every problem but you can definitely make it smaller and make the positive bigger than the negative negative. and that's all this is all all here to do and and again you're a perfect example of that so again I appreciate <laughs> Oh, I appreciate you for hopping on here.
1: I was actually pretty nervous of hopping on this, but it's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, it's just super casual. Like I, I reach out to so many females and we have a lot of people that to bring on uh, that we had on. And it's all it is is a recorded conversation. Everything that you've had in your head and the people that have asked you. And that's nothing I'm going to get into and transition to. Some of the questions people have had for you, uh, not only for my page, but your page, uh, just being a female in the car community like what challenges would you say you have faced to 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 ones that you continue to face on a day-to-day as far as being in the automotive industry for yourself Um,
1: the challenges you basically face just being a female is the guys just not wanting to help you not wanting to um make you feel welcome There's only a few of them, which I have luckily ran into because I just have uh, positive people around me. I don't like having negativity because when you have negativity, just everything goes downhill. So Mm -hmm. the more positive people, the better. So I have been been lucky to have positive people around me, Mm -hmm. but you know, you always come across an asshole.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> There's always the one that just kind of ruins it and paints a bad picture for everybody.
1: There's always those. Um, I I wanted to work in a small independent shop so I could actually learn, and I have to deal with um, all of that because mm-hmm. um, I don't really like working with a lot of people. Um uh, mm-hmm because I like focusing on my stuff and I like actually one on one so I could get everything into my head as good as I can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's and but if the day comes that I have to go to a dealership, I have that's a challenge that I'll have to take.
2: Right?
0: Got to take the punches as they come. Yep. So how did you how did you go how did you go get go about the the journey of being a master tech in terms of just how'd you find that journey because again you know we 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 are addressing it most women they're either they're not identified to be in the automotive like how to go through your story just how that started as far as being a master tech in training or in the making how did that happen
1: well like I was saying um when I figured out that this is what I, I really liked and I was good at, I transferred schools. I'm actually in high school. I transferred schools in my 10th year. This is my first year in Robert Morgan Automotive program and mm-hmm. it's been it's been amazing cuz I had and so this year my goal is to study as hard as I can to do all my tests and pass them to be a master technician. I really think it would be dope to just be two years into the program and be 18, 19 and be the only girl mag- um, graduating as a master tech.
0: That's so badass. Like, that would be – that is so badass. Yes, like, that would be super amazing. And to think how many people you are going to inspire, like, to be 18, 19 years old and to be a master tech, like, you're just yeah. really breaking – Stigma of like what's well, possible because there's so many people out there that feel like that you know you only can live a certain way and to go ahead and see the a Stephanie a, a shifter chick at AKA and just going out there and doing it it's like wow I don't have to just do this or do that I can either do both or I can go ahead and take another route so that's amazing
1: yeah that's the thing too you gotta you gotta do more than one thing you can't just stay stuck on one thing I mm-hmm. I also do um MMA. That's MMA.
0: Ooh, How long you been doing that?
1: Huh? I've been doing that for a few months now, but um, I've been pretty good at it.
0: That's awesome. Mixed <laughs> martial arts. That's, how'd you get into that? You just, again, you just wanted to learn something different. You're curious?
1: Well, I've always liked it. And then my real father always said he was going to put me in it, but he never got around mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. I was working two jobs and I'm like, well, it's time for me to do something that I want to do. So, and I have the money for it. So might as well do it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how it came to be.
0: (laughs) 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 Stephanie, you're amazing. You know that, right?
1: (laughs) Don't feel like it, but thank you.
2: (laughs) Of course.
0: Like I said, we're all amazing in our own way. Like, like it might seem weird to kind of just broadcast what we've done or what we're doing. But again, that's how you're going to inspire. That's how you're going to just, that's how, you can be the best you can do. Sharing your journey, sharing your experience—that's the best superpower you can have. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. Steph's not perfect. Nobody brings on is perfect. But to have the willpower to just be curious and take one step and do one step first in front of the other can really make the difference. Because everybody feels like they're alone. There's a there's a Stephanie feeling out there. They're alone. There's a there's somebody out there that thinks they're by themselves. And to hear your story can honestly just Chains our whole mindset So we're all unique in our own way Whether we believe it or not
1: Yeah, everybody always goes to that I think everybody always goes to that period Where they think they're alone And they're in a dark place But Mm -hmm. once you start um, Trying to Learn who you really are And what you really like Then Mm -hmm. you don't really care About anything else You just want to focus on you And the things you want to do you know mm-hmm. not the, not all the negativity or anybody telling you anything mhm It's just basically that like it's kind of sad that some people don't have that mentality, but one mm-hmm. again, once again, you could grow and you could you could get there. just everybody has right. has to be willing to let themselves get helped as well because there's some people that are not stuck up. I mean they're hard-headed you know and they don't want to listen to things you have to listen to people as well to i mean like positive people people that are trying to help you to to better yourself as well mhm so it's just a lot of things that you have to get used to and to consider you know as you mature and stuff i
0: agree hey Sounds like you need to be, I I saw you, I saw you post something on your Instagram. I think it's a yes to be a motivational speaker for sure. Cause 'cause you got, like I said, you got insight. You're not afraid to say it. Like I can just tell, like not even to meet you. I know for a fact that, you know, you're itching to get a message out there. You're itching for people to see what you see mentally because a lot of people don't have it.
1: Yeah. I just need to like learn to open myself up a little bit more and, learn to talk to people. Cause I'm not really the talkative one. My fiance is every time we go up, car meet, he's the one that has everybody around him having a conversation. And I'm just in, in my car cleaning it.
0: Uh, I get it. I know it's kind of, it's kind of awkward, but I know, I know you're being for it. This is a start. Like this is, I think this is revolutionary you to hop on a podcast. Cause most people are like, it's scary. Like when I first did this, I've done multiple podcasts let on this one, but it was scary when I first started. But as you keep doing it and you kind of keep going with the flow, you kind of get used to that light. And then if you need to tap into it, you get really it's, it's like second nature. So next time, maybe I say five car minutes from now, you know, you kind of build up to you say one thing. All right, cool. You, you talk for five minutes. You talk to 20, a half hour, hour and then boom. What, Stephanie? <laughs> You're a you're, you're a master tech. What? You're in train all of a sudden. What? You, you went. You had this program and you work in the shop. What? You own your own shop. Like I can definitely see that. So I'm excited to even help with that process because again, I feel like this is the start of it. Like I think this is like a calling in some shape or form. Like I'm super stoked. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just. Um. Anybody that listens, um, I'll talk. You know, I just think mm. that some people don't want to hear what I say. But most of the time, when you got the right person listening, you know, you gotta just speak your mind.
2: Mhm. Yes. Yes.
0: And so, what do you? You so you own a, uh, you you own a three seventy Z.
1: Yes, I do. I'm sitting in her right yeah. now.
0: Yes, he makes it even better. Yes. How long yes. have you had her?
1: I had her for two years already
0: sensational and what what brought you about getting her
1: well actually i didn't know jack shit about cars when i first got one so i was looking into it and um i just knew i wanted a manual car and a car that had power stock you know i was Mm -hmm. like and did good performance i really didn't know so i just started looking around and i was looking at a brz and my boyfriend's like don't don't do that. That's a good car. You're gonna fuck yourself over. I'm like, fine. What do you? What do you recommend? And he goes, Oh, look at the look at the 370Z. At first, I looked at it. I'm like, mm, I didn't really want like a hatch car because that's what it basically is. Yeah. I was like, mm, Nah, not really feeling it. But the more I looked at it, I was like, mm, Maybe, maybe it could fit into me. So I just, I just actually took me six months almost a year to find my car because mm-hmm. um most of them were a rebuilt title and i also didn't want a basic color so i wanted yeah, to, I, love the yellow. I wanted to stand out a bit um so yeah it was either the yellow or the blue but mm-hmm. i saw the yellow when i actually saw it i'm like damn i really i really like that yellow whatever car comes first I'm going to get it, mm-hmm. but I really want that yellow one. <laughs> so I went searching for it, and most of them were freaking automatic and rebuilt. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not
2: going to do that.
1: Because most people, most people, when they buy their first car, they don't really know, and then they get a rebuilt title and stuff. And, yeah, I wasn't going to go through that. And uh, so, yeah, I actually, I found her. I think was by like Palmetto. So I had to drive all the way up there. Cause I don't live close. Mm -hmm. And I saw it. I'm like, that that's my car that mm, I need to get that one, that one mine. (laughs) And I actually didn't buy my car. Sadly, I wanted to buy my car. My grandfather actually wanted to buy my car. Cause he Mm -hmm. bought my mom's first car. He bought my uncle's first car. And he's like, come on, let me buy you the first car. Let me buy your first car. I'm like, fine and it actually makes it more a lot special Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because he wanted to hand me something down you know and when we first got it he goes you don't know how to drive this so you can't really drive this i'm like just let me drive it i'll learn okay just let me do it (laughs) yeah because i didn't know it was always freaking automatic
0: yeah, how would you go about that? How did you learn how to drive? You talk about your first time or just your your your, your trials and tribulations, learning how to drive a uh, uh, man transmission.
1: Well, I always knew I didn't want to go automatic. I just didn't. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't like it. So, yeah, like I said, I always wanted my first car to be manual. And mm-hmm. my grandfather knew how to drive it. So he mm-hmm. was the one that had to drive it back when we picked it up, because I still didn't have my license at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that my boyfriend also, well, my fiance now knows how to drive stick. So one day he just took me out and he started teaching me. I kind of looked at videos to not feel stupid, but right. <laughs> yeah, you <still> <laughs> I still saw that, uh, but yeah, it really wasn't that hard as I thought it would be. I actually mm-hmm. learned in like an hour or two after stalling, really? after stalling it uh, a while, but it wasn't that bad. I actually really enjoyed it, so I got better at it. I kept practicing every day after I got my license, and yeah, really? now I drive it like it's my second nature
0: that's awesome yes yes so hour to two hours like it i'm not even gonna lie personally when i learned how to drive stick i learned when i started ballet and I, I didn't know how to drive i didn't know how to drive stick he's like you know they, they asked you in the interview like you know how to drive stick i'm like yeah i knew a little bit but i didn't know but i stalled a couple cars while i was ballet and then that's basically how i learned and years later now i know how to go ahead and go about it if i need to or if i go ahead and get in uh manual transmission. So <laughs>
2: installing,
1: installing is the process of learning.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I'm right there with you and that's great. Like I said, you didn't give up. You looked up video. You just you wanted to do it. You never had a certain reason. You you say you didn't like automatics. Why do you why didn't you like automatics? Like you just I knew you didn't like it or?
1: I don't know. I just didn't feel a connection with the car. The same way uh-huh. you do with uh with the manual. You know? Mm-hmm and you have more control of your vehicle, and you're doing things. You're not bored on a freaking automatic just driving with one hand, eating shit with the other.
2: <laughs> I like
1: right? It. I like feeling the power in the shift knob. That's really the best part of everything.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it. You're one with the car. You're one with the car.
2: you, feel do you the have any power? It? Yeah, were you, yeah you do.
0: I said, um, what do you have any uh, female car enthusiasts or automotive enthusiasts that you look up to, or, or anybody maybe online, or just people that you might admire from afar? And you don't yeah. necessarily have to, you know.
1: I have. Um, not sure if I'm getting this right. I think her Instagram is Pistons and Pixie, pixie Dust. I think that's yes. her Instagram. I just love her. She actually inspired me to want to do um female workshops here in Florida because from what I know of, I don't think there's any.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up because okay. I'm motivated because me, I'm a guy. Obviously, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. And I just kind of helping with the cause and to help the underdog and just it's like to, to just start that, I definitely want to have some type of contribution and helping with that, like sponsoring or something because like that... It would be so amazing that at time goes on to have workshops in like every local neighborhood, or just learning how to change a tire, learning how to do your oil, learning how to you know swap out you know your calibers with their frees or stuff like that would be amazing. But yeah, that's awesome.
1: it's it's so easy and um, females always get um kicked in the butt with the prices just cause they're females and people think they don't know what they're doing, and that's mm-hmm. kind of sad. Cause why? Why, should, why is that even happening? That shouldn't happen. That's just mm-hmm. that's, that's dumb. why is Have that? you ever experienced
2: that? Huh? I'm,
0: I'm, you, being the, you being in the, you working in the shop, have you ever like went into another shop or gone into a shop just to kind of see how people like operate?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have. Because um, we don't really do everything in our shop. So actually this morning I had to go, sorry, a car passed by. Um, <laughs> this morning I actually had to, um, take off, had to go to another shop to get some new tires mounted on a PT cruiser.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it was kind of different. And, um, the first time I went for the first tire, cause it's really close to the shop. So I had to get one tire and then get the other tire. Um, the first time I went with my, with my mentor and, um, when we got out of there, he goes, so, did you feel all the eyes staring at you? And I go, Yeah, kind of. And he goes, Yeah, that's how it is working in this industry and working in a, um, uh, some guy just broke neck to my car. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, being in this industry, you have guys look at you that way because it's not normal, especially me yeah. as well, being so young and in that industry. Mm hmm. So, and what would you-
0: what would you have to say? Like, uh, you have a mentor and I think that's huge. Um, but what would you say for people like you have a mentor? I feel like that's really important for those. You might not uh, just feel like they're alone or or are looking to just, you know, progress in the industry. Because I remember you showed me the, the woman that uh, the earlier. Um, oh, yeah, she...
1: yeah that is. Yes. Um, that's actually one of the people I want to collaborate to do the workshops with.
0: OK, and she's in Miami, too.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, do you have any advice for anybody uh, that are that's starting out in the industry? Because I know that feels. I know that's kind of. I feels weird. Like I, I'm not. It's uncomfortable. Like obviously something new is weird. But obviously you have to persevere and like kind of progress and deal with the. How do you deal with being a young woman in a, a male dominant industry? Personally, and
1: w- um, I've always uh, been. I've always been around guys. I've never been really liked to been around girls that much, cause they like too much drama. I'm not with that. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, I've always been around guys. So I kind of learned not to take what they tell you too much to heart, because uh-huh. that's how guys are. That's how they play and stuff. But uh-huh. to anybody starting out, just go for it. There's really nothing you could do. Just do it. Don't think about it. Don't overthink it too much because then that's that's what's stopping you. You're basically the one stopping yourself. There's nobody there. There's no barrier. That's just you. You have to mentally conquer yourself and say, yo, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to do it because it's going to make me happy. That's that's just how it is.
0: That's powerful. That's powerful. And it's again, it's great to hear that perspective because I'm sure people have thought about these things, but to make an audio, because again, to my knowledge, there's no podcast, nobody talking about these things. This is one of the first uh, podcasts pr- dedicated and geared to really bring light to females in the automotive industry. So to hear it is super powerful. So that right there, you couldn't have said it any any, any better than that in terms of just...
1: I really love what you're doing because, again, today was a prime example. Um, my friend Gypsy, she didn't have nobody she thought she was alone and then I tagged you guys in it and she realized that whoa there's a whole community of females out there that will support me and will help me that's Mm -hmm. what people do not understand either that there's people out there that will help you and will support you and what you do you just have to find Mm -hmm.
2: them
0: yes 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 100% that's the great thing about the internet like it's at the end of the day like when it comes to just Instagram in general, social media. It's not about the likes. It's not about the shares. It's not about the comments. Like obviously we care about those things to a certain point because we all have social media to show off in some shape or form or and motivate. But it's about influence. It's all about touching people. It's crazy that we're talking right now. Like I'm in I'm in Michigan right now, and you're in you're in Florida right now. Yeah. And for us to talk for the first time and just chat right now, that'd be weird 20 years ago, but now we have the power to touch and reach as many people as we want. Like there's a percentage of your followers that might, that are looking up to you. There's people out there that I'm sure that has reached out to you and say, I love what you're doing, Stephanie. Like it's really, it's really made me take the extra mile to do this or do that. And we need to use it to our advantage as far as social media, like really use it for a greater good or greater purpose. And you're a perfect example. This is a perfect example of that happening slowly but surely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody thinks about social media and they think about it as a negative way because of all the the cyber bullies and all that stuff. It's really, um, I don't know how to put it into words because I have a lot to say about that. (laughs) I like these types of topics because they really get to me. Um, I just think that people couldn't really do that. Like, what's the point? I don't see the point. What what does it give you? You know, that's just people being having nothing to do with their lives and seeing that you're happy and they just want to ruin it for you. And it's sad that some people actually get into it and believe it and believe what other people care and think. It's, It's really it's sad. But yes, yes. That's, that's our society today. The only thing we can do is uh, learn from it and try to, to do better. Spread positivity mm-hmm. and love. That's all you can really do.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And this is the start of it right here. So we're definitely doing that. Um, but my next question for you, you being, you know, you, you being in the training to ultimately become a, a master tech, what, your year being in the shop, what are, what's some of the, what's one of the easiest uh, problems you've come across, and what's one of the hardest? What's what's one, what's something that's common that you see that you kind of deal with on a regular? And what's what's some of the what's one of the hardest tasks you've had to deal with as far as like just dealing with the car? Like something you couldn't kind of figure out, but you finally figured out in terms of maybe something just not working with the car. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, well, once again, I don't know everything, so. Yeah. The easiest thing I really I really know how to do is like brakes, it's simple. And I've also really? I have, I have installed I have installed um my coilovers as well, so it's pretty easy. The things mm-hmm. that are really most difficult for me is um learning how to really diagnose a car, because okay. any little thing could be. It could it could be what's wrong with it, you know. You don't really know yeah. what it is. It's more like trial and error. And when you tell that to people, they'll be like, "What? Yeah, my car just I experiment for you." But that's how it really is, you know. Right. Because not every problem is known. You don't know everything. So uh, what if it's something new and you don't know it, and you can't find it online, and you can't like research it? It's that's really the the part that I find most difficult about it, but okay. that's, why, that's why I wanted to get into um, um, how do you say it? Regular maintenance and diagnosis because this is just the beginning. This is the what I want to learn right now because it's the most difficult thing to learn about a car because you have to know mm-hmm. the car inside out, know everything, every little bolt, every little wire, so you can know what it is right off the bat. And once again, it's not just that is experience because I have heard stories about people that have just studied past their exams and they go into a dealership and they don't know what the heck they're doing. They can mm-hmm. put an uh, air filter backwards and they don't know. They don't have a clue.
2: So uh. it's,
1: it's not all about just book work. It's also about getting your hands dirty, um, learning, learning, the actual car itself, touching the car, mm-hmm. feeling it, feeling everything. So you can know and get a better understanding of what you're dealing with. But once again, this is just what I what I got into first because it's the most difficult thing to do. Later on, I wanna I wanna get also into body work and learn how to fix up a car and paint it. I really want to learn how to how to build basically a car from the ground up. That's really my goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. You just answered my next question as far as your goals. And then just automotive. That's so awesome. Just goals. You having goals is so powerful like that right there. You're just so clear. And it's amazing for you to be such at a young age. And it shows you what, what people are capable of to have goals at such a young age. To have clarity is super powerful because there's people that are older i don't have any of that so that right
1: there i know i have a couple friends because i hang out with older people and i i know (laughs)
0: it's like don't get me started because i know i know i know exactly what you're talking about
1: and i know that grown-ups could be childish as hell too so yeah i know a lot for my age and i'm grateful for being able to know all these things at such a young age
0: Yes. Yes. What's what some what some of the great things? Uh, what would you say? What would you contribute? Or what What are some things that you, you could? Uh, You're your mentor? Because you say you were talking about your mentor. And what's some things that he's taught you that That's well, really helped you along your way.
1: I have a couple of them. I don't have just okay. one.
2: Hey, I that's have, fine. I've got dozens.
1: I have like three or four main mentors. The first one, of course, being my boyfriend, because he was the one that, that actually started it all. He was the one that taught me how to change my oil, how to put on a tire, you know, all the, the basic stuff. So I have to really be grateful for him, because without him, I don't, I don't think I would have came across this any sooner, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to be grateful for my instructor at my school, 'Cause mm-hmm. without him I wouldn't be in that class, you know, and he also without that him in that program, I wouldn't have the job I have either because that's how I got it. Like mm-hmm. they don't give it to you but they give you like a list of shops and they make you they make you go out there and you know and give them your what you have learned and all your information. They're just putting you out there basically. They're giving you a little push, you know.
2: Awesome.
1: So I also have, um, one of my older friends, um, he was working on, well, this is how I mainly mostly got into actually working on cars, mm-hmm. um, cause he was building my mom's boyfriend's JDM, cause he had a JDM truck. He had a two eighty um and a ZX, which is why I have one tattooed on my shoulder.
2: And okay.
1: Okay. he also had a Shaker Challenger before he got his Hellcat. Okay. So we were working on. He was working on his car, and I would just come outside and just watch him. And he's like, oh, you want to learn? I'm like, yeah, I want to learn. Let me help you. And he goes, oh, okay, here. This is what you have to do. This is what this is. So I have to be real thankful for him, too, for giving me another extra push to learning more into the car world. So I have a lot of people that I can thank.
0: That's amazing. So at the end of the day, mentors and just surrounding yourself with a good group of people that are willing to help you is very important, to say the least.
1: Yeah, just surround yourself with positive people because negative people are not going to get you anywhere. You're just going to get more negativity in your life. Um, actually, I have the something that really inspired me and, like, re- really made me open my eyes was this, um, I think it's, like, a movie. It's a documentary movie called The Secret. And
2: Ooh, you're my best <laughs> I, love-
1: I love that. I love it. That really opened my eyes, and um, it-, it made me put goals, you know. Without goals, you have nothing. Like, you don't know where you're going to go if you don't that. have goals. Go
0: into if that really quick. I thought I cut you off. Because uh, I got super excited. But for those who don't know, just kind of go into the, just what it is. Sorry, I'll just be quiet. I'll put my tape on my
1: <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, the secret is, it's a group of philosophers that think they figured it out. That all you have to do is think positive of the universe and more positivity is going to come back. If you think negative, that's all you're going to attract. You're just going to attract um, negativity into your life. So the more positive you think, the more positive things are going to happen. Even if you're having a sucky day, just think of one good thing, and your day will get better. And it has happened to me, and I just think about one positive thing, and my whole day just turns upside down.
0: We're best friends. <laughs> I swear, it's, it's like it's a code. Like, to all, all this aside, but if you – if you watch the secret and you look, you read the book Thinking Girl Rich, things of that nature. It's it's like a bond. You just get it. Like it's a it's a you get it from a mental standpoint. You just get one another. If you follow that, like it, it you just understand how to go about your life. But yeah. kudos to you, like that right there. Oh man, I watched that. I watched the movie and read the book literally like at least forty times. In combination. So. Yeah,
1: I want to so, get the book. I've watched the movie, but I haven't read the book yet because I have like a couple books I want to read but I haven't got to it.
2: Dude, I say so I'm going to awesome.
1: do it, but I never do. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying yeah, to change now that. that. Me,
0: now that you told me, no, like, I'm going to hold you accountable now. like It's over because it's like, <laughs> hey, you read that? I'm not even going to ask about your Z. I'm not going to ask about being a master time. like, you read that book yet?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome, so.
0: How long do you have to be in that program uh, to, to officially become a, a Master Tech? You say you've been in it a year. How um, long you, how
1: much? Well, you will start at fre- – well, it's four years because it's high school. You start, okay. you start freshman year, which I was kind of surprised. That's what I'm saying that I had to, like, fight super hard to get in it because they don't really accept people from outside of the school person mm-hmm. to say like they don't really like they like when you start like freshman year and like all, done all your four years but mm. I didn't really know at that time what I wanted to do I was still figuring it out you know I was still figuring it out what I wanted to do I was playing softball at the time trying to get better at that and there was a point that I'm like okay I suck at this I'm just gonna give up right now I love the sport but um yeah I know how to play that's it that's all I need
2: <laughs> so, nah, she
0: was hungry. She was hungry for it. That's yeah. Fun.
1: So, so yeah, I had I did two years in um Southridge, which I'm grateful for that. Cause I learned I have gotten like cre- more credit than more people than people in my sc- in the school I am now because in that school it's more like um it's more of a Damn, I forgot the word. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't say it. Um, it's a more it's a more old school. It's a more old school fashion school, you know, like you have your cheerleaders, you have your you have your basketball and football team, all that. But mm-hmm. in this school, it's more of like a magnet vacation of school program type thing. So okay. they put you in what you want to study. They have they have a couple of programs. They have um the automotive, they have entrepreneurship, they have business, which is another thing I want to study. They right. have, <laughs> they have, um, cosmetics, they have a whole bunch of stuff and they have veterinary too, which uh, I, it will be something else I like to get into, but I don't like medicine. That was going right. to be my first career. Everybody thought I was going to be a vet because I love animals, mm. <laughs> but <laughs> it didn't work out that way.
2: Get
0: it. Hey, it's okay. It's 100% okay. That's one thing. Cause like I guess I'm only 23. Yeah. So one thing I can tell you just from the things that I've done, like school likes to push, you know, you're supposed to get it right the first time. You're supposed to have the right agenda the first time, but the whole thing and the goal, I would say for people for th- to not make it so serious is to try as many things you can as possible. And if it doesn't go right the first time, the second time, third time, life is all about experiences. So just keep, keep testing what you want. Who knows? You might be a you might be a master tech or work in the shop for five years and you might want to change it. And that's okay. You had that. Yeah. Experience.
2: I
1: actually, I actually worked with a guy, um, not too long ago. Um, he was, he was a mechanic for, I think like 10, 10 years. And mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, this is not for me anymore. I have, I've lost the love. I've lost the passion for working on cars because mm-hmm. of how the, because of how the industry is, you know, I don't like it anymore so he changed um, his career he's doing something else now so that's a good example as well of, like you can, it doesn't doesn't matter where you are you could still do new things you could be 30 40 still learn new things It doesn't matter go skydiving ride a jet ski i don't know <laughs>
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. You're awesome. Honestly, like this is what it's about. This is what Miss Manuel is about. This is what this whole podcast is about bringing more people together because again, you'll see you're not alone. You see that there's more options than what you've been told because Mm -hmm. unfortunately people get people are told one thing their whole life and they found out life can be lived in multiple different ways. And it's kind of hard to believe, but if you get it at a younger age, you just get exposed to it. A lot of great things can happen as far as this whole thing goes. But um, what I wanna do is kind of wrap this thing up cause like the last one I did was like an (laughs) hour and 30 minutes and I was like, oh my God, it's so long, but people are still (laughs)
2: listening to you.
0: I wanna wanna first thank you so much for coming on here. I wouldn't mind having you on here again. I wanna eventually do like, I wanna have like group calls as far as people on here. Cause again, there's so many stories to share, so many people that, uh, that have a story that needs to be shared. If, if you know anybody or if there's anything you ever want to talk about in terms of just this whole industry as a whole or anything in your mind, like, feel free to reach out to me because I'll definitely be reaching out to you just to, in general <laughs> because it, it's it's needed. Like, this is what's needed. Like, in order to fight negativity, you got to fight it with positivity and perspective yeah. because your perspective can definitely change a life. And see, it wasn't that bad. Like, everybody like, gets <laughs>
1: older,
0: like, oh, my God. A- yeah, it wasn't that a- bad. More
1: people should come and do it. <laughs>
0: exactly if you got anybody let me like i said let me know if you have anybody in mind or anybody that wants to jump on because again it's people and that's another thing i want to touch on and i'll close it out with this there's so many people well not even that so many people i'm going to retract on that there's people there's females in the industry that feel like what they're doing like what you're doing is very powerful but there's people that there's a, a small percentage of people or people that had the opportunity to grow up with their father or just have somebody just grow up in the environment of automotives and think it's not a big deal because uh and they'll see people posting about like oh i don't like why are you reposting somebody changing brakes i don't get it like there's a percentage of people that think that's not a big deal but there's a lot of people that are repressed and they feel like that it's taboo you can't be pretty or you can't you can't you can't be modeling you can't you can't work on cars like you can't do that and there's people out there doing it you're doing it You're you're you're. uh, We got uh, Peyton doing it, aka Mini Truck Mommy. Just she's pretty, but she's also learned about. No, I love
1: her. I've loved her. I've followed her for a while now. I absolutely love her. I've heard her podcast with you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) it makes me so happy. Oh my god, I'm smiling so hard right now. That's amazing. See, like that right there is an example. Of just why this needs to continue. But at the end of the day, again, I appreciate you. This is episode, I think numbered 13 or 14, Road to 100. Again, <laughs> if this resonated with you guys, if this uh, resonated with anybody that's listening, share this um, with, with not only yourself, but share it with somebody that you feel like can inspire. But lastly, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you, Stephanie, or even um, give you feedback on the podcast, or just overall see your journey as far as this thing called life?
1: Well, you could follow me at shift. It's a chick. Shift. Mm. It's a chick. <laughs> and I also have my modeling page, which I haven't really taken that serious. I've been wanting to, but I really haven't. It's um underscore she wolfzy. Uh Another underscore. It's S H, wolf and a Z, cause my car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
1: yeah
0: hell yeah okay is there anything you want to leave off with because again goal is like this is going to be huge this is going to be a, a big podcast the to the fact that nobody's doing it so for anybody that listens to this regardless if it's today which is a saturday july 28th 2018 or somebody listening to this in 2020 is there anybody any male or female is there any message you want to give to the people before we let we go ahead and close out
1: you know, there was actually something I forgot to talk about, but I'm gonna leave that for another podcast. But, oh.
2: <laughs>
1: but, um, but the only thing that really I could say is spread love, spread positivity. Fuck the haters, fuck the hate. Don't think about anything negative. Straight positive. That's all you could do.
0: Yes, yes, you're amazing. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Was,
0: they're right there, Miss Manual. A, a- shift the chick is that did I say it right? Shift the chick, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I was making sure,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's um, uh, shift it the chick. I think you forgot yeah. the it's.
0: Oh, it's just, it's <laughs> a chick. okay. I got it. She said it yourself, Miss Manuel, right there. Until next time, appreciate you, Stephanie. I definitely can't wait to have you guys come have <laughs> you come again Have a sensational day.
2: You too. Thank you very much.
0: Not a problem. <laughs>